I believe we are all hardwired to be creative. And the thing that makes us uniquely human is our creativity. Welcome to The Spark with Coco the Inspirationist. Join me for conversations with inspiring humans tapped into their creativity and solo chats as I get to know my own. Whether you're looking to spark inspiration, reconnect with your inner creative, or you're just starting to get to know your creative self, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Spark. I'm Coco. Welcome to the podcast. This is the last episode of season three, and season three has been all about the intersectionality of creativity and spirituality. We've had some incredible guests, Ashley Stinson on the energetic wisdom in our bones, uh, Garrett Wood, Hannah Carroll on mindset, and Stephanie Noble on sobriety and, and how she creates things to support her sobriety and mindset, like journals and planners and a new clothing line. It's been a joy to unpack this idea. And for me, I have been on a journey for probably almost a decade now of understanding spirituality. When I first started hearing the word, I I was kind of averse to it. I am a recovering Catholic, and frankly, any of this, the dogma around religion, the patriarchal bullshit, the just the people, the exploitation, all the negative parts of religion really turned me off. I'm even... You know, I still struggle with the word God and the whole concept of everybody giving God so much credit, right? And what I've learned over the past, I'd say, few years of really starting to turn inward is that we all have the answers inside of us. We know, you know, we just have to be willing to sit still enough, ask ourselves the question, and then listen for the answer. And that, for me, has been the intersectionality with creativity and spirituality. I am learning to trust my ideas and trust the timing. You know, spirituality to me is is this magical um, trust in the universe, in the divine way that things are interconnected. I notice that when I get nudges and take action, immediate action, that I'm led to the next and to the next and to the next. And I'll share, I'll share one of those moments with you in a little bit. But it's always when you can't see the whole plan, but you honor the idea and honor the inspiration and just take the next step is when all that delicious goodness is revealed. And so my spiritual practice has definitely deepened over the last, even this last year. I mean, stretching myself outside of my comfort zone, uh, creating a creative journey, a 12-week creative journey, uh, starting my Etsy shop, doing, taking on these creative challenges to 
really kind of uh, try different different types of art, it's all been quite spiritual. It's all helped me learn and lean into my inner knowing and my spirit. And it's been nothing short of amazing. This has been an incredible year. You know, it's not it's not without challenges, but I have just been doing a lot of learning about myself and pushing myself outside my comfort zone. And that is a spiritual practice for me. I think that holding a vision um, and trusting that if it's in you, it's for you, is kind of the newest place that my spirituality has brought me because I used to question my ideas. I used to wonder, like, why did that just pop in my brain? And I no longer question it. I know for a fact that my ideas are for me. The more things I teach myself, you know, the more skills I developed, the more tools in my toolbox I have, the more ideas come the more I can weave more parts of me into my life. And it has be, it's become such an amazing journey to have stood up. I feel like I've kind of, I, I take up space now, you know? Like I call myself an artist. That was a big deal back, you know, in 2017. I can remember the first day of, I think it was 2017. It was the first day of the year And it was the first time I set a New Year's resolution that was not weight-related, which saying that out loud makes me cringe, but it was significant to me. And I decided on that first day, I was drinking coffee on a brown couch, I remember, and I remember thinking, you know what, I'm just going to start calling myself an artist because I was already creating. I had already discovered hand lettering. And I had been in doing interiors before that, and I've always been a maker. I dabble in watercolor and all sorts of stuff. And because I couldn't settle on one thing, I never really could identify with one thing. And so the first day of 2017, I just decided I was just going to start calling myself an artist. Before stay-at-home mom, before anything else, I would just say, I'm an artist. And I would have to answer the question, the inevitable question that followed with, oh, yeah, what do you do? And after a while, you know, it hurt at first. It was hard at first because it was I'm just so wishy-washy of like, oh, I do a little bit of this and I'm working on this. And and I never saw that as a strength. I always saw it as, you know, oh, man, she can't she can't just pick one direction and go. And since then, I have definitely turned 180 degrees on that and I know now that my superpower is my multi-passionate creative self is my multi-passionate ism and I I I love that part of me now I love finding a new interest and going down that rabbit hole I love setting up challenges for myself to get better at a new skill to get over the learning curve I've taught myself graphic design, hand lettering, um, web design, podcasting. Uh, I know I'm missing a bunch of stuff, but 
I just, I love learning things that interest me. And that has been a spiritual connection with myself, 100%. But ever since moving to Maine, I have had this vision of having an A-frame. And I don't know why there's an A-frame in my brain. I have no reference to it. If you've listened to uh, previous podcast episodes, I've talked with it, talked to Andy J. Pizza about it. I know I've talked to um, on many of the episodes about this idea and I don't know why it's there. I'm not, I'm not wondering why it's there, but there's no, I don't, I didn't grow up with, with one in my life. There's just something about an A-frame and I know they're super trendy right now, but I adore them and I love the smallness of them. I love the simpleness of them and it's just been there for a while. You can go back on my Instagram back June 11th, 2021. I even made a Lego A-frame. You should go look at it. It's really awesome. We are a big Lego family here. I have a almost eight-year-old and a six-year-old and we just play Lego all the time. And I love building structures, uh, tree houses. I did a food cart. I did an RV. I, you know, I did this A-frame. I did another home and this A-frame has just been there. It is in my vortex, as Abraham Hicks would say. And I was really heavy, heavily listening to Abraham Hicks every morning for a while, maybe like a year and a half ago. And I just kept, that was in my vortex, was an A-frame. And I have no idea, I had no idea how it was going to manifest, but I started talking about it. I started dreaming about it my kids know I like it they point them out when they see it they last Christmas I was making coloring pages for them of a-frames that are decorated Christmas decorated and it's just part of our like family culture here which is so funny but it's just in there and recently actually on sun on saturday i had a new friend come over she has a daughter that's on the bus with my kids and my kids have been dying to have a play date with her this little girl she's a first grader called my phone the boys gave her my number and she called my phone like three times just being like hi and i'm like hello and she's like i'm like who's this and she's like nora And I'm like, hi, Nora, are you looking for the boys? And she always calls before the boys get off the bus. So her and I end up like chit-chatting and she has, she kind of has like an old lady soul. But anyways, we got together on Saturday for lunch at the house here. And I was telling her mom that I have this dream of having an A-frame and I want it to be an Airbnb. I have a super clear aesthetic and vibe for it. I want to hang my artwork on all the walls and want to give, you know, life and interest to the space, but also an opportunity for my guests to purchase prints of the proper of the pieces on the property. I mean, there's so much here that I have envisioned. And as soon as I mentioned it to her, she was like, oh, she's a realtor. And she was like, I think, I think one just popped onto um, the MLS like within the last couple days and so she showed me and it's a complete dump and it's 
I don't know. I don't know why it is in front of me right now. But when I when I was dreaming about this property and originally it, you know, ideally it would be on a lake or a pond. But that right now is just completely outside of what we are capable of doing financially because, you know, properties are so much more expensive on the water. We're up here in Maine. We are in the lakes region of Maine. And this property is in Oxford, which is 25-minute drive from here, which is also interesting because when I was dreaming of this property and thinking about, you know, well, if I'm going to Dreamcast, if I'm going to put it out into the universe, if I'm going to really, like, put some energy into this, what are the things that I would love to have? I would love to have it be close enough that I can use it as an office, as just an inspiring space to go and record the podcast and create artwork. Um, I would love for it to be next to some water and I want it to be an A-frame in the woods, away from the road, away from a busy road. And this property that came on to, onto the market is $110,000. It's two bedroom, two bath, I think, somehow. I haven't seen the inside yet. Um, and it's 25 minutes from my house. It's in the Oxford Hills, which is like, it's like within an hour drive of Portland, Maine, and a bunch of mountains for skiing. And I cannot tell you how excited I am about this. We're selling our home in Rhode Island. We're putting it on the market April 1st, which we've been wanting to sell that property since last August. And we thought we were selling it to our tenant who ended up being wretched and horrible and um, it just drug out so long that I've hired a a realtor and we're listing it but like why did we why didn't we sell it you know why didn't the sale happen yet why is it just happening now right because this thing's gonna our house in Rhode Island is gonna sell immediately Um, and then this property came up on the market now And it just, I'm just curious. I'm open and curious. And so today I jumped on the treadmill and we were supposed to go visit the property this morning, but my friend Nikki, who is the realtor, who is a realtor, my realtor, I suppose, um, had to cancel. So I got on the treadmill and I was just running and listening to this awesome podcast called Thanks for Visiting. Ever since I saw that property, I've been binging that podcast because it's all about being a, a host, a short-term rental host, because I I, I am so well-suited for this. I, it's unbelievable. I've even, I've even branded it within my whole Coco the Inspirationist brand because it's going to be an extension of my design aesthetic, and um, it's going to have my artwork everywhere that I want it to be Coco at home under my brand and you can rent, you know, one of my properties. And so it all felt so kismet. I think it's feeling really kismet. And unfortunately, my husband does not have the bandwidth to deal with this. He's still stuck in Brooklyn. If you're new here, my husband's in the Coast Guard and um, 
he's about two years away from retiring and right now he's just in a really shitty situation where his boat was supposed to it was is in dry dock they're pulling it out of the water and we're doing a ton of repairs everything that could have gone wrong went wrong they were supposed to be home the end of january it's now approaching the end of march and they're still not going to be home probably until the middle or end of april and so it's been a long season of not having him around and every time i talk to him it's just like new problem can't let me you're not going to believe this and da, 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 da. and so when i of course like i have no chill you guys i have no chill that's why i'm recording this podcast on a monday normally i re- record podcasts on tuesdays or even wednesdays um but i am so inspired by this listing and the potential and i wanted to use this podcast as kind of like a place marker and a i want to pull the curtain back for you and if this happens to be the beginning of my short-term rental journey my airbnb journey and i get to take on this project i want to i want to show you all all the the entire journey right which starts with now with the dreaming with the going and seeing it and i wanted to capture it here so this morning after uh, the showing got canceled i went on the treadmill and was running and just like my the ideas for this property are just flowing out of my head i just i'm just on fire over it and I thought to my neighbor up the street, my he's the, the only other neighbor I have, he is this incredible person. He's he's an he went to school for fine art. He has a construction company that does like higher end homes around on lakes around here. And he has a barn that he's hiring me to create the logo for because he's turning it into an event space. And so I reached out to him to ask if I could take a picture of the barn, come up and take a picture of the barn. And I ended up talking to him about this property and he was, he kind of gave me the vibe that he might be interested in helping me. Now, I am not looking for him to take on my little project because I'm sure he's booked out straight. I was just hoping he could refer me to somebody that might be a good contractor to help me with it. And he implied that like he has some really big jobs that are draining the life out of him and he'd even be willing to go look at the property with me. I mean, it's incredible what happens when you have a nudge and you say yes. So like getting the idea to reach out to Grant to go take pictures of the barn, he told me he was going to start this project this year, like a couple months ago. And it's just kind of, we're just getting through the winter, you know, it's not time yet. But for whatever reason, today, I was like, I should reach out to him and see see when I can come up and visit. And he was like, how about now? And so I jumped off the treadmill, took a shower, headed up there. And I was just like, this is my opportunity. Who knows? Who knows what resources he has? Who knows what opinions he has? Who knows what knowledge or you know, connections he has because he's like the mayor around here. He's really well known and I'm very lucky to have him next door. And I'm very lucky to have the relationship with him I have. His wife, I've met her once 
and he knows my husband but like it's me and him that have the connection between our families and the fact that he'd be willing to help me navigate this opportunity just felt so right you know just felt so so aligned and so even though my husband is not interested in talking about this property I'm still I I can't seem to just put it down because here's the thing two years from now my husband retires from the Coast Guard and what if by the time that happens he, he's actually, our plan is for him to be a stay-at-home dad and, and I take over the finances. And what if this Airbnb is exactly what we need to make that dream a reality? And for him, he doesn't feel like, he doesn't, he's like, I don't want to buy a house right now. We're just getting rid of our other one. Like, I don't want to buy another one. And the thing is about this property is like, this is not his inspiration this is not his vision and when I told him about the property he was like oh is it on a pond or something and I was like no it's actually next to a really beautiful little brook it's so cool the the brook splits in one area like right near the house and there's a little island and I'm thinking we can put a little bridge but there's a hangout area that's down by the brook that we could put some chairs I mean there's so much potential there's snowmobiling trails like right at the edge of our property that goes up up into the woods and it's really it's really cool I'm I don't know why I'm not sure if I said the price yet or not but it's only a hundred and ten thousand dollars it's 1.3 acres surrounded by woods and I don't know why this has come in front of me, but I feel so compelled to just do some research. It is such a shithole that I'm hopeful that nobody else wants to to take it on. And I am also very, very firmly rooted into the idea of like, if this is not it, I'm not going to force it. I'm going to let the next... I'm going to let what's supposed to happen be revealed. And so I'm not trying to make this happen. This is not our only opportunity. We've even considered buying land and just building an A-frame. But here's the thing that I think my husband hasn't wrapped his head around yet is, first of all, hosting for me is like ideal. I love preparing a space. I love curating a space. I love hosting. And I think that hosting... Airbnb. I have a hundred ideas already about how to create a beautiful guest experience. There's farms all around. As you drive through, there's like little side of the road farm stands. I'm thinking maybe like fresh eggs from the local farm and whatever they have to offer around there. There's a vegan cafe within like a 10 minute drive. There's a, there's a, I mean, there's so much to, to offer as well as hiking and ponds and lakes and it's really beautiful and so I'm just feeling really inspired I am right now preparing as of April 1st I'm going to be dropping one piece of artwork every day for a month in my Etsy shop and that felt like a really big mountain to overcome but I'm really excited to to do that and 
this is the last episode of the season and I'm going to take a little time off. I feel, I feel something coming. Whether or not it's this one particular A-frame, I'm, I'm not, I don't know yet. You know, like Grant, my neighbor might come with me to look at that property and it might not be worth it. And that's totally fine. I'm not trying to jam it down my family's throat. But if we can pay cash for it, and if we can pay cash for the renovations and create this beautiful space that I imagine it can be, this could be such an opportunity for my family to generate income. And then, and who's to say we are only allowed one A-frame, right? Like we can still keep our eyes open for the right piece of property or for the right for the right home. But for now, it's just like, I don't know why this opportunity is in front of me, but I am, I'm willing to explore it. I'm willing to explore it. It's two beds, two baths, I think. I mean, uh, I think one of them might be just like a half bath. Like I said, everything needs to be done, but I love the idea of it. I love, love, love the idea of it. I love expanding my brand into something physical, an experience that you can go to and experience my artwork on the walls and my interior design skills and just have a retreat. So, and another thing is up here in Maine, people call their second, their like vacation homes, no matter the size, no matter what. They call them camps. And so I'm obviously going to brand it and I think I'm going to call it camp something or other. But it's interesting. If you go scroll my Instagram, I have this felt sign that I created. I don't know. I do know why. We were creating a campsite on our property here and I found this stick, this really big stick that was, or I guess it would be a branch, that was shaped like a seven and I immediately had the vision for like a pennant to be hanging down that said camp. So it would go at the campsite. And I just went and took the the felt that I had stashed away here. And I made this camp sign one weekend just for fun. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's block lettering. It is got some triangles on it. It is a triangle and it's just like a pennant that says camp. And I have it, I have it hanging in my room and I stare at it every night and I love it. And I feel like I'm holding so much space for this vision that it feels a bit inevitable and I'm really excited to walk this journey. I'm setting up my Etsy shop. You know, this time last year I was getting ready to launch the podcast. I'm setting up my Etsy shop and I built a program that I launched and I'm wrapping up tomorrow, actually, called The Audacity to Shine. And while some days it just feels like I'm not doing much of anything, when I turn back and I look, I'm, I'm creating so much. You know, we're on episode 45 of the podcast here, and that feels like such a dream come true. I don't care about the analytics. I care about pouring my heart out to you and finding connection here and that's exactly what's happening 
And so I hope this episode can stand as just like a, a time stamp that maybe, maybe we're going to look back and be like, oh my gosh, episode 45 was where it all started. And I just wanted to record from this highly inspired place, kind of like a spark session. It's, it's such a beautiful opportunity. And the more that I can, the more time I sit with it. So Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon around like, I'd say like one o'clock or one thirty, she sent me the listing and Saturday night and Sunday, I guess Saturday night and Sunday, I was like using Procreate and the iPad and my, I, my pencil and drawing in, you know, the facade of the, of the, of the listing and like changing the color of the house and the color of the door and adding a porch and all this stuff. And like, I can see it. It's over. This is something that I have inside of me. I didn't realize was such a gift, but I can go into a space and immediately visualize it. And then all I have to do is go and source. That's what would always happen with my interiors that I've done. It's an awesome gift because I can see potential. That's how I call people into this podcast. I can see potential. I can see where there is room for growth and when something's happening and I can feel it right now. So I just wanted to take this time to share that. This could be very exciting or it could just be an opportunity to expand this vision I have and put more energy into the universe. You know, like I'm telling people, I told Grant, I told the um, the rec department director called me this morning and I told her and like the more you talk about an idea, the more real it becomes. So whether or not this listing is my first Airbnb, I, I don't know, but the more I can just sit in that hot tub of ideas and just let it all come forward, the more, the more I know for a fact that it will come, right? And right now I see like beautifully patterned red rugs, plants and black and white, and I think it's going to be incredible. Well, let me say, say that again. I know it will be incredible and I trust that the timing will be exactly when it's supposed to be. We have been very lucky in every move we've made financially, my husband and I, and even in my last relationship, um, I was married before and I bought a house at the height of the 2008 market and ended up having to short sale it when we got divorced for $100,000 less than we owed on it. But we were in the like right time of, of the market because all of that debt was absolved to us. And, you know, I ended up moving to Hawaii with my now husband. When we moved to Rhode Island, after three years of being in Hawaii, we bought a house in the neighborhood that he grew up in for such little money and renovated it and loved it for five years and started our family in that house and brought home two baby boys into that house and now we get to turn around and sell it at the top of this crazy COVID market 
and we're making over $200,000 in less than, I mean, in like eight years, which is such a blessing for us as a military family, right? And then even finding this house in Maine was such a blessing. And we found it right before COVID hit. And now we have a bunch of equity in it. And it's a new construction on eight wooded acres. It's, we have been divinely guided. And I just am trusting that this next vision will come to fruition when, when it's time. And the thing is, though, I feel it. I feel it. Not because there's something right in front of me, but because like the, the Rhode Island chapter is coming to a close. And we're going to have some cash to do something with. We're going to get an RV, you know, create a little spot for self-sustaining RVs too and buses and stuff to park on our property. And I'm also thinking about Airbnb being our camper because I'm going to be renovating whatever we get because I guarantee you whatever we get will not be what I want. And so it's coming my way. And it might not look exactly what I see it as right now. Like maybe getting into Airbnb might just be the first step, might be the camper, you know, and renting the pull-in to like Harvest Hosts. You know, maybe it's not going full in on a complete remodel. Maybe it's actually buying a piece of property and building from scratch what we want in an A-frame. The thing is, above all, I want this to work for us. I want to be able to use whatever we have. You know, the house in Rhode Island, it served us when we lived there. But once we moved out and we moved long-term tenants in, like it has been nothing but a headache and brings me zero joy. It brings me negative joy. Having to be a long-distance landlord is absolutely nothing I'm interested in. And it's kind of like, okay, we did that. I understand what being a long-term landlord is. I'm not interested in it. I'm interested in an experience, in curating a, a moment for people. That excites me. You know, it's so interesting to me to create a space that people can come to and just decompress. I don't even know if it's going to have Wi-Fi. I don't even know if it's going to have a TV. I would love for it to be an unplugged retreat right next to a brook where, with a hammock and like outdoor space. How gorgeous, how gorgeous could that be? And the inside not just have normal like lame Airbnb furniture, but cozy stuff, stylish stuff, lots of textiles, pillows, beautiful wallpaper, super fun, inspiring spaces. That's what I see. That's what I want. And that's what I will manifest. And it just gets me so freaking excited that maybe this is it. Maybe this is the first, the first step is this little A-frame. I'm like bubbling with excitement over this property. Yesterday, I piled the boys into the car yesterday morning and I was like, we're going on an adventure. Let's go check out this A-frame. And it was so fun. The boys were like exploring the brook and throwing rocks in and we walked around the house and we, we dreamed and we envisioned and I want to have this property to enjoy as well. I want, I don't want it to be fully booked. I want to be able to invite 
you know, friends of ours to come and enjoy it. You know, I want it to be a place to meet. I want photographers to book it for mini sessions. I want it to be a destination and I know I'm wildly capable of that. And so I am just kind of like putting a flag in the ground saying like, maybe this is the beginning of something. And I don't know, send me some good vibes, cross your fingers. And I guess the determining factor, obviously there's two really big ones is if it's a viable purchase, if it's, if it's worth purchasing, which hopefully my neighbor friend Grant will help me determine. And then of course is my husband. And I don't say that as like, he's this horrible person at all. He is awesome. And I need to work this through, work out the numbers. My little art brain, artist brain was just like, what the fuck does work out the numbers mean? But like, I'll figure, I'll figure it out. I'll work out the numbers. And this, this will be my, my baby. This is not something that I'm like, we should take this on and all your spare time, you should be going and working on the house. That's not what I'm looking for. I have my days while the kids are in school and I want to make this place beautiful. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. DM me over on Instagram if you have any thoughts, if this inspired you in any way, if you have any resources for me or a property that would fit what I'm thinking. This is this is like the next chapter of my business and I'm really, really, really excited if you can't tell. So anyways, until next time, you guys. Actually, until next time, literally, because this is the end of season three and I hope you really enjoyed it. The other kismet thing about this whole like A-frame coming into my life in the last 48 hours is that the next season of the podcast is going to be all about space, creativity, and space. And if renovating a property and turning it into a short-term, a gorgeous short-term rental is not the epitome of the intersection of creativity and space, I don't know what is. I was just looking at my notes that were on the counter this morning because I have a few people already already booked for conversations for the theme of space and I just it clicked this morning I was like holy shit space and I'm thinking about buying and renovating a home that's crazy it's exactly aligned and so I just keep getting these nudges even the barn for for Grant up the street that I'm going to be creating a logo for for his business is the exact shape of the A-frame. Like this A-frame is shorter on one side and has a much longer second side. And that is the exact shape of his huge barn. And when I pulled up, I was like, whoa. I just feel like I'm getting these nods. And I'm just gonna keep following them. So stay tuned, you guys, and wish me luck. If you're not already, follow me over on Instagram. I'm Coco the Inspirationist. And don't forget, we all have a creative self. Find the things that light you up and do those things. They don't have to be producing money. 
just to be clear. But they do need to light up your soul because that's where the nourishment is. When we take care of our creative self, we take care of our whole self. And you're worthy. You're enough. And I'll see you next time. Bye.